This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Flagship Christian Fellowship. Total commitment to Christ. Welcome to this broadcast. Today's worship comes from Stars Go Dim, Authority in the Name of Jesus, Anne Wilson with My Jesus, and Jeremy Kemp joins us with his song, Keep Me in the Moment. Rounding off today's worship is Matthew West, Truth Be Told.
care that much about me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that He can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and His grace is true. And the devil knows it, and I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about.
supposed to have it all together And when they ask how you're doing Just smile and tell them never better Line number two Everybody's life is perfect except yours So keep your messes and your wounds And your secrets safe with you behind closed doors Truth be told, the truth is rarely told. I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not. And you know it, I don't know. Filling in for Pastor Nigel Woodley today is Assistant Pastor Arthur Parks of the Flaxmere Christian Fellowship with his message extract, Wanting the Best for I You. I listen to things and things well up within me and, and things like that. And there may be some things that do encourage and there may be some things that don't encourage you, um, depending on where you're at in your walk of faith. My plan is to encourage. That's the plan. I'm not up here to put down. 
We've had enough put-downs. You know? And God didn't come to put us down. Like Brother Stacy said, God came and gave us power to be the sons of God, to be the daughters of the Most High. And I mean, we, if, if we just could get that, if there was one thing we could get in our lives, that I'm a son of God, that I'm a daughter of God Most High, that would change our lives radically if I just knew who I belonged to. Wouldn't it? Sharing with the men out at the uh, prison this morning and just saying, look, this is not the end of your story. This is not the end of your story. God's still got a plan. Whether you're in jail or not doesn't change the plan. You might be on hold for a little while, but God can still do things for you, even in the prison. You know, and somebody said this during the course of the week. It says, your quality of life will be determined by your quality of decisions. All right? The quality of life you're now living and I'm now living is because of the quality of decisions that you have, that you have made. And, and, and uh, decisions determine destiny. Now, that's good or bad. You see, if I choose and decide to be a criminal, that determines my destiny. Somewhere along the line, that's going to mean jail for me. But if I choose, and the, and the power of that statement really hits me because your quality of life will be determined by your quality of decisions. Now I've got to look at where do my decisions come from? So it can only be based on the quality of the information that I have. And if I'm in this word, if I've got this book, and I'm surrounding myself with wise people, people who are walking the walk and talking the talk with, about the things of God, then guess what? I've got a good chance to, to press through and to make it, regardless of what it looks like. Hey, regardless of what it looks like. So many times we're so focused on what's not going wrong or what's not going right when, when we should be thinking about, look at all the things that are going right. Why do we always get, oh, well, that didn't work for me? What about the ten, you know, the hundreds of things that have worked for you? What worked for you this morning to get here? I know, I can see what happens in our own household, and I see how busy we are. I see how busy my wife is trying to get everybody ready so we can, we can get here. So, we, you know, and so we've got a thing for mums with families and, and, and doing things. And I realise you're busy mums just to try and get there and sometimes you get dads on your back saying things and not encouraging things but you're still pressing on trying to walk in the love of God and bless your husband <laughs> or be a blessing too hey. but um, James 4 14 I've got a little thing that I, I just want to really start with here and um, James 4.14, are you there? I'm, just, I'm reading from the New King James. And it says, Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, hence the salvation call that's just gone out, hence the importance of making today your day. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapour that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And I said... This morning, man, how crucial are the decisions that we need to be making to make our lives count? 
Hey, if the, if the hand of the Lord is upon me to do certain things, then I want to know, what is your hand upon me to do, Lord? So I can get busy doing what your hand is upon me to do. Like pastors always praying, amen, and I really, I don't want to be caught up in other stuff that is just time consuming, but it produces nothing. When life is at stake, human lives that God has entrusted to us because he needs the gospel preached. He needs us to share about what's happened for us in our lives. All right? Um, and I really realized today that the freedom that we can walk in, the freedom that we have to share the gospel, to, to walk in our streets, is because some lives have been given for it. Not forgetting the life of Jesus Christ. You know, to, to set the soul of a man free, to set a man free from the turmoil that's within, the things that nobody sees but God sees, hey, the things within us. All of us can put on a, a smile and all of us can act tough, and all of it, but God really sees what's happening inside you. And sometimes that's uncomfortable for people because he cuts to the quick. He goes right in where you don't want him to go. Hey, and yet we need it because he's a loving father. But I just, I just I thought how great it was to be in the house of God and to see what I believe is a beginning to see our young men change the world. And I saw Brother Joshua. He wasn't going to prison. Hallelujah. You know, no glory in a dad going to see his son in the prison. And I looked at Brother Joshua and he's got, he's, he's got his young brother there. He's got Aaron. He's the young brother. What a destination for him. You know, decision determines destiny. What a decision. And part of that, and part of that decision making for him to be in the army will determine part of his destiny in life. Something whatever's going to happen there for him is going to determine part of his destiny. What an honour to have your pastor in prayer. What an honour to have his mum and dad here, blessing him, speaking the word of God over him. What an honour to be part of that in the family, in the house of God. You know? It's, I mean, it's a good story, you know what I mean? It's good. How much better is it to see that than to have your children leave? And not see them hurt you in your heart. Doesn't bless you as a father or a grandfather. There was a principle that Ed Cole uh, said to us, and he says, and it says this: um, it was the leaving and entering principle. Okay, the leaving and entering principle. You see, how you left your home this morning is how you entered church. If you left there arguing, bickering, fighting, you entered here the same way. How I leave home in the morning when I leave my home and enter the workplace is, it, is, how I, is all dependent on how I leave my house. I leave it fighting with my wife, arguing with my kids, get over there and get that thing done, get that, da, 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 da. And, and I leave, I enter in that frame of mind into my workplace. Entering and leaving. When I saw, when I, these thoughts were coming to me over the course of this week about our brother Joshua, what was happening, what an awesome way to leave. And what an awesome way to enter where he's gone to. You see? He's not entering broken. He's entering with his mum and dad's around. He entered, from what I hear, I just overheard this, with the young ones 
getting around him and seeing, uh, and seeing him off. Encouraging stuff. So he's, leave, he's left encouraged. He's left knowing that he's loved. He has entered the army knowing he's encouraged and he's loved. And that his family here cares for him. So that builds him up. That helps him to be strong. Because there will be things for him to face there. Alright? So that's the entering and leaving principle. A huge thing, something we don't think about. But we do it all the time. And we don't even think about it. How we leave is how we enter. Why do you think it's so important for us to get to the prison? To try and help men there. Because how they leave that place will determine how they enter back into society. You see? So I just wanted to drive home uh, that, that point. So when I speak to you, my young sisters and my young brothers, that's my heart. Because I've desired sons, but God has not given more sons. But God has filled my house with girls. And they look to me. You know? And when I look to them and I, and I think of where I once was, what I once used to do, you're not just anyone's. You belong to Him. And when you consecrate yourself and when you give yourself, you're not giving yourself to a thing. You are consecrating yourself to a person and His name is Jesus Christ. But He can't keep what doesn't want to be kept. He cannot violate your free will if you choose to do dumb stuff. He can put people in your pathways to say things to you, to encourage you, like I believe He would do now. And praise God for redemption. You know, praise God for that. Praise God that if anyone be in Christ, he is a, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise God for that. But praise God for being kept. Praise God for being kept. Praise God for being meeting somebody that has got character and not just good looking. Somebody who's got some substance. Somebody who's got some stuff in them that will behold you and treat you like you should be treated. And praise God that you, as a sister or a brother, can hold yourself and say, I will not allow myself to be treated like that. Hey, well, yeah, without shame. I'm a virgin. Well, glory to God. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody wants to tell about how they've done it, when they've done it, with who they've done it. Speak up for the Lord and say, look, I'm a virgin and I'm proud of it. I'm keeping myself for the right man. Brother, you, I'm keeping myself for the right woman. Amen. And I'm going to keep myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For us, or for the sisters, those who have, you know, there's been a slip, there's been something that's happened, you haven't had that, but you're redeemed. And it started again from that point. God can take those things and bring something so good from it. So that's why I don't, I don't want any of the sisters or any of the young bros don't feel condemned about that sort of thing. But you see, for me, in my heart, if these were my sons, if these boys, if these young brothers were my sons, it would really matter to me how they were going to grow up and treat a woman before I didn't give two hoots because I didn't know any better. 
but now because those are my young brothers in Christ, it matters to me. Because this beautiful woman here is my sister in Christ, it matters to me who you end up with, sister. Not just anyone. No, not just anyone deserves you. You see? Not just anybody deserves you. We are born from above. Why do we come below to grab somebody that doesn't connect with us? We're from above. And we can only connect with a man or a woman that's from above. Because that's where we're born from. From above. And if I can just hold out and say, God, Keep me. The same power that delivered some of us is the same power that will keep you. That's the same power. It's the same God. And He loves you. And we do. It matters what happens to you, to us. Because you're the family of God. You're the family of God. A consequence is that which naturally follows your decision. Okay? A consequence is that which naturally follows your decision. If I decide to do something good, there will be a natural consequence that will come from that. Good decisions will have good results. Alright? This is not deep. This is just simple. God is more concerned with where we are going or where you are going than where you have come from. Don't ever forget that. Don't let the devil get in your head and mug you up and say, oh, brother, I've just messed up. I've, I've, I've ru- you ain't ruined it. Yes, you've made a mistake. But you've got to get back on. You've got to stay in the game. You've got to plug in with the Lord. You've got to say, Lord, you said, not in any man said, Lord, you said, that if I confess my sin, that you are faithful and just to forgive me of my sin. And to you, oh, you would cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Here I am. You say, is it, can it be that simple? Yes. This is part of our inheritance. He's our Father. This is part, this is His word to us. Son, if you slip up. Daughter, if you slip up. This is my word to you. Awesome. God always looks at the finished product. We thank you for tuning into this broadcast. Aired on Radio Hooks Bay, your community access radio station. You're listening to Flagstaff Christian Fellowship. Total commitment to Christ. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawks Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.